Get ready to rumble. Chilling Show Unleashed on the Seven Thunders Media Network. Former city councilor, husband, father, and community watchdog. Your host, Rob Schilling. Welcome to the Schilling Show Unleashed podcast. Remember, your direct support makes our show possible, and you can directly support this podcast by visiting shillingshow.com and then clicking on the Patreon banner at the top of the page to make a monthly contribution. We appreciate your support. The Schilling Show Unleashed podcast welcomes Susan J. Kibbe, Executive Director of South Texans Property Rights Association, and property rights are so important. Susan, thank you for joining us today. You're welcome, thank you for having me. Tell us about your organization, if you would. So we were formed officially back in 2006 because of border security issues Mm -hmm. in South Texas, in Brooks County, uh, where we saw an increase of uh, daily occurrences, which was totally different than the way it used to be. Mm -hmm. We always had migration from Mexico coming in for seasonal work and then going home. But there were more and more large groups and different kinds of people coming that, uh, that frankly, frightened a lot of landowners. I would think so. And so what do you think prompted the change from basically a culture of lawfulness to what sounds like a description of utter lawlessness? To the different people I've spoken with, they say it really started increasing in the late uh, 1990s. Um, but we really noticed a marked change after 9-11. So the the mom-and-pop smugglers that were bringing people across to work uh, went away when they hardened the border, and it took transnational criminal organizations and the Mexican drug cartels then saw an opportunity. And um, so they're the ones that have been calling the shots since then, smuggling people into the U.S. You know, it really, it it strikes me as as ironic in a way that this would happen after 9-11 because you would think, based on the sensitivity of the country and the 9-11 report, that that would be the opposite, that we would have really shut everything down. And of course, between then and now, things have gotten much worse. I'm curious what you've seen in the past 18 months. So, I've never seen anything like this before. Um, There's um, really total lawlessness, except for the local and state um, law um, enforcement agencies that are working, because the federal government has totally ignored us, and ignored our pleas for help, uh, totally ignored the landowners in South Texas and along the border. Their uh, slogan is safe and um, humane migration, and it's not about law enforcement. It's not about law and order. It's, it's chaos. Um, they think it's, it's safe and humane when in a county just south of me, 80 illegal immigrants have died on private property, circumventing the largest checkpoint in the nation. Um, and that, they now have almost a thousand that have died in that county alone since 2009. Is that humane? Is sex trafficking humane? Is pushing drugs and fentanyl to children in the U.S., is that humane? I don't think so. 
and you make an excellent point, Susan, that this is not humane. And these are the people that are saying we're, we're the uh, party or the group of tolerance, that we want to take care of everybody. And yet you mentioned the suffering of Americans at the hands of this policy and the people who are implementing it. I don't know if you've ever had a chance to ask any of these officials that sort of question directly and what they would have to say, because I don't hear the mainstream media asking. Well, and not only that, I've hosted numerous senatorial and congressional delegations that have come down for, on fact-finding missions to the border, but they've all been Republican. Mm -hmm. There have been no Democrats other than Henry Cuellar, um, the congressman from, from Laredo, Texas. Who's kind of had to flip on the issue. He's, he's, he's helped all along, but mm -hmm. he still votes for Nancy Pelosi, you yeah. know, down the line. So we appreciate his help when he's given it, you know, and just wish he could do more. I'm guessing this has changed over the years. We've even heard the videotapes of some of the Democrats, Barack Obama, even Joe Biden, Chuck Schumer, talking about protecting the borders, uh, going back to maybe the 80s, the 90s, maybe even the early 2000s. And all of a sudden, it's 180 degrees. I don't know if you have any thoughts on what happened there or why this change. It doesn't make sense from a, a just a facial standpoint. I guess it was all about how do they remain in control, right? Mm. How do they get votes? Um, and, and they couldn't agree. I mean, they all agreed in 2005. They, um, Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama, when he was senator, they all voted for the wall. And then, yeah, they flipped on it and, and left the scene entirely. And now they don't even speak on it unless it's to say the border is secure. And that's what our president, vice president, and the DHS secretary all say, that the border is secure. Um, our sheriff, our local sheriff, just testified before the Senate Judiciary Committee this, um, last week. Chairman Padilla, the senator from California, um, called him a fearmonger for telling him the truth. And he stated in his, in his statement, opening and closing, that the border was secure and all drugs come through ports of entry. And that is totally false. All he has to do is watch the splashdown videos that they mm -hmm. get off towers and, and the aerostats, the big blimps that have ca cameras, to see that drugs are pouring through. Maybe we need to put the Facebook fact checkers on them. I think that would be an excellent <laughs> idea. You are a property rights organization. I would be remiss not to talk about the fundamental importance of property rights, because that's what this is all about, and they're certainly being trampled here. So let's talk about that aspect of things. Well, just like our mission states, that um, landowners, property owners should be able to enjoy, and prosper, and live peacefully on their lands as granted by the U.S. and Texas constitutions. And I, I think property rights in this um, day and time are being overlooked. The citizens are being overlooked. Um, and the preferred, you know, the migrants are the, the ones that are being cared for. Um, I think it's a total flip-flop, and it's un-American, actually. You mentioned Texas and the Texas Constitution, and it calls to mind an interview, a series of interviews I've had over the past several years with a guy by the name of Daniel Miller of the Texas Nationalist Movement. He's so concerned about what's going on. Does it really come to the point where you got to get either an Alan West in the governor's house, because I know he spoke very forcefully on immigration when he was running, or that uh, Texas just becomes Texas again to solve this problem because waiting for the federal government, it seems like that's unfortunately a fool's errand. It is. Well, let's see what happens after these elections to see what what the governor uh, of Texas plans to do. And I, I am, have great hopes that Governor Abbott will be reelected. Um, Texas is just not ready for a Beto O'Rourke or um, Robert Francis, I should say. Yes. Um, and so um, I, let's let's see, because it's going to take 
voting them out, mm -hmm. right, to change this complexion of what's happening. And if not, then, then that's up for discussion again. Let's talk about day-to-day -day life. People in Charlottesville, Virginia, where we broadcast from, you know, we've had some issues with illegal immigration. They don't seem to understand what it's like and how it impinges on your ability to function. Uh, people who are ranchers have working cattle farms and other things. What is life like for them, and how much time are you having to spend in dealing with this overhead that you shouldn't? So it it is a big part of a rancher or farmer's life. Um, for instance, right along the border where there's farming, where they use the, the river water to irrigate, and a lot of them have gone to organic um, vegetable raising because it's it's ideal location for it. If there is a footstep on that property that um, is not accounted for, then that crop has to be destroyed or it's not qualified as organic. So that's just one instance. Um, ranchers, a lot of them on the border have vacated um, just because of this issue. And then more inland where I am, that's where they're either driven through, the smugglers drive through private property, through fences, through gates, they cut locks, um, they st destroy watering places. And, um, and then during pursuits, we have uh, smuggling scouts that, that traverse up and down back roads along the, the major thoroughfares because if law enforcement does get into a pursuit with them, then they want to find escape routes. So, so that's all in our area. And that's a day-to-day -day occurrence, especially when law, there's enough law enforcement. And this all falls on the, on the shoulders of local sheriffs, uh, departments and of course now the state is out patrolling as well but there is so much going on right now that um, it would take just thousands more of law enforcement to deal with what what's happening in our area. You mentioned Susan the local law enforcement and we've interviewed over the years many sheriffs and I hear the same story these are true heroes they're patriots they believe in law and order and law enforcement but they are overwhelmed what's the situation with your own sheriff in your county? Um, so the sheriff in my county is uh, fairly non-existent, oh. um, but the one just south of me, it's actually closer to my ranch because I border to the, the southern county, and he's very active. Um, hopefully you'll, you'll be able to interview him if you haven't already, uh, Sheriff Benny Martinez from Brooks County. He has his, his deputies out patrolling all the time. And he actually also has hired a fence crew. So every time a, a fence or gate or property is damaged in any of the pursuits that Brooks County is involved in, they on their own dime go and repair the fences. The situation sounds so dire, and this question comes to mind. Are, are any of these business entities, the ranches and the farms, having to resort to hiring private security? Is that being done now? Well, let's just say that private security or technology, uh, technological type businesses are now contacting them mm -hmm. um, and they the more and more are looking at ways to harden their own properties and, and protect their own properties with various different kinds of technologies. You mentioned that some people have given up and vacated their own property which is really disturbing but what is your hope for the future because it can't all be bleak and doom and gloom there must be something that you hold on to. Well this is America and we're a nation or we were a nation of laws and we need to get back to that. We need to have a sovereign border. We need to be, yes, gentle and humane for legal migration. Um, and there might be you know, some, some different legislation needed for that. But until this border is secure, 
and um, policies are put back in place um, as were similar to the previous administration, um, it's just a scary proposition. And we all feel really panicked on what our future holds. Susan, if people want to be in touch with you and get more information on South Texans Property Rights Association, is there a place that they can do that? Yes, they can go to our website at uh, stpra.org. That stands for South Texans Property Rights Association.org. Or they can email me at susan at stpra.org. I hope people will because the property rights is really the underlying fundamental of the United States of America. Without property rights, we have nothing. Susan J. Kibbe, thanks for joining us today on the Schilling Show Unleashed podcast. Thank you. Enjoyed it. That concludes another edition of the Schilling Show Unleashed podcast. Visit us online at shillingshow.com where you can directly support this podcast by clicking on the Patreon banner at the top of the page and making a monthly donation. Your support is essential for the continuation of the Schilling Show Unleashed podcast. Until next time. Until next time.